Hi there, and today we conclude our theme for the month of August, Embrace the Future. Embrace, as we know, means to accept something willingly or enthusiastically. And I know the reality is it's easy to embrace something which is in front of you or beside you, either something or someone, and we all long for the day where we can embrace one another when hug day comes again. So it's easy to embrace, I accept, something you can see, but embracing the future is embracing something which we cannot see yet. It's a different proposition, but I want to read a few verses from the book of Hebrews and just make some comments as we conclude, embrace the future. The writer is speaking about Moses in this portion. Hebrews 11, verse 24. It was by faith that Moses, when he grew up, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. He chose to share the oppression of God's people instead of enjoying the fleeting pleasures of sin. He thought it better to suffer for the sake of Christ than to own the treasures of Egypt for he was looking ahead to his great reward. We live in the present, but as followers of Jesus Christ, we are constantly encouraged to look ahead, to embrace the future. We're encouraged throughout Scripture to embrace the future. Many songs we sing. There's an old song of years ago. It says, it doesn't matter where you come from, but it counts where you're going. It doesn't matter where you have been, but it counts where you will be. What's that effect? We are constantly reminded of we have a future. If you read the New Testament, there are so many scriptures talking about that eternal future in heaven with our Savior. 1 Peter 1 and 13 says, look forward to the gracious salvation that will come to you when Jesus Christ is revealed to the world. In 2 Peter, he writes this, 3 and 12, the judgment day, as you look forward to the day of God. Romans 5, 12 says, we confidently and joyfully look forward to sharing God's glory. Philippians 3, 20, we look forward to the Lord Jesus Christ coming from heaven as our Savior. Titus 2, 13, we look forward with hope to that wonderful day when the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ, will be revealed. 2 Timothy 2.14, eagerly look forward to his appearing. Even Proverbs says this, the godly look forward to reward. The big picture is we have an eternal future which we are looking forward to. It's eternal, it's forever, and it's going to be awesome, it's going to be incredible, it's going to be wonderful, and we're constantly encouraged to look to that day. And the reality is all the decisions we make now, all the, the thoughts, processes we have now leading to our actions should be focused on that great day when we live in eternity with him. The problem is we live in a world which is very much focused on the now, is determined by the immediate. 
the immediate results, immediate gratification, short-term decision-making for short-term results. We're immediately, every day, presented with immediate problems. And the world looks on the immediacy of the situation. But as followers of Jesus Christ, we can't just live in the now. We have to look ahead. The Bible says this in Matthew 6. Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moths and vermin destroy and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where moths and vermin do not destroy for where, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Basically, the Bible is saying our treasure, our heart, should be embracing something of future, something of eternity, and not this present world. But the reality is, even before we get there, we still should be looking forward and embracing the future. It's not just eternity, it's the here and now. And Moses was looking ahead for his great reward, but his focus was on the future. And so often we spend so much time looking on the past or based on the past that we don't embrace the future. We don't think forward, we think backward. And as followers of Jesus, we need to constantly be looking ahead and embracing the future because he's dealt with our past and we need to move on to our future. In the story, when God destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah, Lot's wife, we know, turned to look back and she was turned into a pillar of salt. Now, I'm not saying if you don't embrace the future, you're going to be turned into a pillar of salt. Please hear me correctly. But the reality is, it's not what's behind that's important, it's what's ahead. It's what's in the future. And in the present, we need that resilience within us to continue to see the future which is ahead. And Moses was a great example. He chose to suffer in the present. He chose to not go with what people asked him to do, as said he was, but he was defined by who God says he was. He had an attitude that says, I know who I am. I know whose I am. I know my purpose. I know my mission in life. I know what my focus in life is, and that's on the future. And I'm not defined by the past or who you say I am. I'm defined by who God says I am, and I'm embracing the future and looking ahead to the future. He chose to share the oppression of God's people instead, and instead of enjoying the pleasures of sin because he was looking ahead. And sometimes as we embrace the future, it means a short-term pain for long-term gain. Paul writes to Romans 8 and says, what we suffer now is nothing compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. And the big picture is, and I've painted a background of a big picture, where we live for eternity, and all we are doing in our decision-making has to have an eye on eternity. It has to be looking forward, because God is a forward-looking God. He's multidimensional, but one-directional. He is always thinking forward. When Israel came to a problem at the Red Sea, and there was problems all around, to the left, to the right, behind them, ahead of them, and Moses came, and God said to Moses, tell the people to move forward. 
to go on forward. Proverbs 4.25 says this, Look straight ahead and fix your eyes on what lies before you. Let me encourage you today to don't look at the past or behind, but look forward because where you're focused on is where you're going to be heading. And we want to head into a future with God. What is your focus this morning? Focus future. Have a resilience in it within you to embrace the present troubles you can through to embrace a better future. Earlier in the chapter that we read, the writer talks about a group of Old Testament people, and there's a point in here which is still relevant for us today. He says of them, they say of them, if they had been thinking of the country they had left, they would have had opportunity to return. If they had longed for the country they had come from, they could have gone back. I.e., if they had focused on where they had been or where they had been before or what had happened before, they could have drifted back to live there because the present times were difficult. But if you're even going through present times, if you think the future looks difficult, let me encourage you to still embrace the future. What he was saying is, if they'd looked back in the difficult times and thought, oh, it was like this then, which is a blinkered view of the past anyway, they would have gone back there. And maybe we won't physically go back, but it's so easy in our minds, in our spirits, in our emotions to live back where we thought it was better. But you need to move from there to embrace a future. You need a resilience in yourself to say, I'm not going back. But you also need a reliance on a God who can take you forward. There's a resilience within us that says no matter what the present is, no, the future looks like I'm still going forward because I'm believing for a better future. And I've got a faith in God. I've a resilience within me to keep going and I've a reliance on God for my future. Faith needs to kick in. See, the problem with the future, as I've said earlier, is we've never been there before. So often in difficult circumstances or opportunities, we rely on our experience. But the problem is we don't have an experience of the future, but what we do have is an experience of a God who has been faithful in the past, who's the same yesterday and today and forever, and who will be faithful in our future. So we can rely on him. Moses looked for a better future. He fixed his eyes on his God. We hear so often just now, we have in recent months, phrases like faith over fear or faith versus fear because nobody knows the future. And we can go into the future with an attitude of fear of the unknown. It's like Robert Burns I don't know many of his poems, but going to school in Ayrshire, you had to learn some of his poems. But one day, Robert Burns just saw a little mouse while he was sitting about in a field, probably. And he started uh, writing a poem that we know now as To a Mouse or To a Moose. And he starts uh, looking at the mouse and saying, Wee, sleeky, cowering, timorous, beastie quite a derogatory comment about a mouse compared to what he was himself. But the last verse is incredibly poignant. 
busy key gets through a whole lot of stuff about this mouse. And then it says, still thou art blessed compared with me. The present only touches thee, but oh, I backward cast my e on prospects drear. And forward, though I cannot see, I guess and fear. He looked to the future and was filled with fear. But faith doesn't fill with fear. We can embrace a future, which means I'm believing for better than I've ever had before. I'm believing for God to do greater than he's ever done before. I've got a reliance in God to keep doing what God does, to keep blessing, to keep filling me with his goodness and his love and his peace and his joy for keep, keep providing. No matter what the future looks like, I'm embracing it, knowing I have a faithful God who's there, who can be relied on to turn up when I need him the most. And we can look at stories in the scripture of different people who embraced a better future despite the current reality. The prodigal's father embraced a future with his son being restored. Every day he woke up embracing a better future. He had faith in a restoration of his son. He embraced a future because faith kicked in. Elijah, when it wasn't raining, was on Mount Carmel, but he was believing for that rain to come and flood the grounds which was badly needed at the time. And he sent his servant and six times came back and there was nothing, not even a cloud. But Elijah was embracing a future by faith. He says, it doesn't look like it just now, but I'm embracing a better future where the rain's coming. And eventually we know this story where there was a cloud the size of a man's hand. But Elijah kept going in faith. Noah was filled with ridicule and a current persecution, but he kept building a boat because he believed for the day when that future was coming, when that boat was needed, and he had faith for that day to come. Israel marched round Jericho. They were believing for the walls of their life of opposition to fall and crumble. They were believing for a better future than where they were. There was a mother came to ask Jesus to heal a, a, a daughter who who had a, a demonic spirit within her, and there seemed to be apparent rejection, but she never gave up. She embraced a better future for her and her daughter and never gave up with the faith to believe that Jesus would eventually answer her prayer. Today, maybe you're going through a tough time. I want you to believe for a resilience within you which can embrace the tough times, but embrace a future with a reliance on a God who will show up. Because faith is seeing something which doesn't exist in reality. It's believing for something greater, believing for something that you haven't seen yet. And as we conclude or embrace the future, let me say to you, there is a future that God has for you that you need to embrace, that you need to believe and rely on God to show up. Those promises, those dreams that God has given you, you can embrace them even though not there just now. You need a faith that Moses says the circumstances are tough just now, but I'm embracing the future. Embrace that future that God has got for you. Moses saw beyond his current reality for a better future ahead. And not only do we need a resilience within in the presence, 
We need a reliance on God for the future. But we need release into that future. And this is the conclusion of our series. And I just want to sum up a little bit that the way to start embracing the future is to be released from the past. Whatever you've suffered in the past, whatever you've done, wherever you've been in the past, today, in order to embrace the future, you need to let go. Sometimes it's maybe not a past, maybe it's just a thinking and a mindset. We need to release, be released from bad thinking, from stinking thinking, from thinking that God can't, from thinking that there's no better future for me. We need to be released from the past successes sometimes because we're dwelling too much on them. We're living back there. We're not physically there, but every minute of our day, we're still thinking of that past that past success or the past mistake, that past thing. But if you're living there, if your emotions are still tied there, if your mindset's still there, if you're still longing for that or longing for it to be released, it's time to let it go. It's time to be released from that past. But the reality is, it's not enough to be released from. We need to be released into and being released from the past is not to stay where you are, but to be released into a bigger future, into a better future, into a future filled with hope, a future with the provision of God, the blessing of God. This is not really a long message today. But before I speak generally, let me just say that maybe you don't know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. Maybe you've never acknowledged him as your Savior. But today, if you embrace Jesus Christ, if you ask him to be your Savior, you can embrace a future which is in heaven, in eternity, with him, as opposed to an eternity separated in hell from him. No matter where you've been, no matter what your past has been, you can embrace a greater future if you just simply pray and ask Jesus Christ to be your saviour. Thank you for taking my punishment on the cross. Sorry for the things I've done wrong. I accept you as my saviour. When you do that, you embrace that eternal future, that hope of eternity with him, that sure and resurrection to eternal life with him. But for all of us here who are watching, I want us to embrace the future. I want every one of us to embrace a future which is greater than where we've been. But to do that, you need to keep going through the tough times. You need to have a long-term goal in mind. You need to keep what you're believing for ahead of you. You need that resilience within that you need to suffer sometimes in the present. You need to invest into the future. You need to sometimes have a short-term pain to invest into something greater in the future.
but we need a reliance on God. We need to put our faith in God, that God's going to come through for you. So many of you have been believing for promises for so long. Never give up. Keep trusting. I could get through so many times in the Bible where it took years for the promise, but every one of them still looked forward to the promised day. They didn't live in the current reality. They lived with the reality of that promise was coming into their life. Live every day. Believe every day. Expect every day. This is a day where my future's unfolding in a new and more glorious way. But I want to pray today for those who are still bound and need released from anything that's hindered them so far. And I'm not just going to pray for God to release you from. I'm going to pray for God to release you into a future beyond what you could even imagine. Moses looked ahead. The New Testament encourages us to keep looking ahead, fixing our eyes on Jesus. Because where you're looking to is where you're going to head to. Today, embrace a future with God. And even as you step into the unknown, you can have a confidence that the God who's never failed you yet is never going to fail you in your unknown future. Father God, I pray particularly for those who just struggle when we talk about embracing the future because there's still things holding them from the past. There's still things that they're holding on to. It might be people, it might be things, it might be stuff that's happened that's been said. It could be mistakes, it could be successes. But Father God, I pray right now that you release us from these past hindrances, whatever they look like, whether it's things, whether it's people, whether it's mindsets, emotions. Father God, I just pray right now in the name of Jesus that you will bring a release into people. And you'll not just bring a release from their past, but you'll release them into a great future with you. Father, for those who believe in for a great future, but they can't see it in the current reality, Father, I pray for a resilience within to keep going and to keep going and to keep going and to not look back, but to look forward. And when troubles come and problems surround, let us keep our eyes forward and focused on you and looking ahead, the author, the perfecter, the finisher of our faith. And Father God, I pray that we will embrace a faith-filled future. And Father, I pray for everyone watching as you release us into, we will see you do greater than we could ever imagine or think. And we'll be careful to give you the praise, the honor, and the glory. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you.